blimey, this is heavy, isn't it? It's of its time, and it races in. It's got a kind of 1980s. It was from 1986, um, when I was still old, but not as old as I am now. That's the thing with history. It's just one thing after another. Anyway, this races in with some... It's got some breast-beating stuff. The production is a little bit thin, and that's a shame because in this Deep Purple Touched series, yes, it's one of those. I didn't start with it just to lull you into a false sense of security, and now here we are. I chose Tommy Aldrich because I thought, Tommy's done a lot of work. He's done an awful lot of work, so, you know, he'll, uh, he'll have a lot of stuff that I can look to. And indeed, that is the case. Yeah. He's just just done so much work with so many people. And one thing that interested me was was Mars. McAlpine, Aldridge, Rock, Sarzo. So, Tony McAlpine on uh, guitar. Tommy, of course, on drums. Rob Rock on vocals. And Rudy Sarzo on bass. They have one album out from 86... Project Driver. I'd never heard it before. I don't think I'll be going back to it again very often. It is very much of its time. But, you know, it's um, it's interesting for that. Nations on Fire is, is a real hair metal feel, a real banger. It's, it, it, it really pushes through. Writings on the Wall is next. It's sleek. It's a bit hair metal. It's got a huge whittling solo on it. Really is of its time. Quite a lot of breast beating here as well. Stand Up and Fight, as you might expect, has that as well with a big pushy riff. And then they can bring it down as well. Nostradamus is a bit more dramatic, as you might expect from the title. It's slower. It's got that paper-thin beat. Such a shame because that's the kind of de rigueur production of the time, so understand that. But Tommy Aldridge is a powerful drummer, you know. Anyway, this has got twinkling synths. It's got an an airy solo, which suddenly whittles furiously. And that's of its time as well. Quite a lot of people, um, they compared this to um, Yngwie Malmsteen's Rising Force. And I can understand why. It's, um, It's not a bad piece of work at all, you know. They then push into a bit more class rock fantasy, big beat, sassy sing from Rob Rock. The vocals are pushed really far forward in the mix here, and it has more of a classic rock middle. I like that feel, I really like it. They go a bit priest as well, with Slave to My Touch. The guitar soars, it's tough, it is, it is melodic, they don't leave that behind, and they finish with a glacial guitar ballad, Loads of keyboards, you and I, massive, a massive heartbeat to this ballad. Now the beats are a bit thin, I'll say it a third time, that's a problem for me. But this is one of those arena pleasers, doesn't quite get there. It's it's kind of still by the merch table, when it really should be front and centre. But it's not bad at all. Sadly this album doesn't have anything that will make you think, I'll go back there, that's a real earworm. I gave it a house room and I've, I've been living with it for a week. There's nothing like that here. And again, it is very much of its time. And going back, you know, to look at things, you can always have a laugh, can't you? I mean, that's what Life on Mars was based around, wasn't it? 
popular UK TV drama of the past. That's in the past now. So we're looking at a drama that's that's based around the 70s or someone who goes back to the 70s, but it was made a while ago. So you can look at that and that you can look at that in two ways. So this is very, very mired in that mid-80s. But there's nothing wrong with that. And you know what? That sort of sound, it's coming back. Don't say I didn't warn you. Interesting. Taking me down some rabbit holes, this deep purple touched series. And this is a deep one. Ta-ta.